We're fishing for plot with time on the line. This week on The Hapless Heroes. Pregnant, uh-huh. you look sick. How many fish have you eaten? Welcome to another episode of the Hapless Heroes Podcast. I'm Francesco, and maybe for the last time this campaign, I am your host and DM for this week's adventure. Before I get into what's about to happen, I'm going to go ahead and introduce my cast. Starting in my virtual left, Dave is absolute integer zero. Evening, everyone. Nicole is Boris the Butcher. This cafeteria is amazing. I would like a jalapeno popper sundae, please. Zach as Pregnart. This may surprise you, but I want another fish. And John as Lord Jarrell the Light. How do I bless an entire timeline? (laughs) Yeah, uh, speaking of being hashtag blessed... um, we got through last week's uh, episode with some, you know, some some things revealed, some um, some recovery taking place because, you know, long rest was well overdue. Um, we realized, however, the fish, the goldfish was missing. Uh, and y'all weren't being sort of moved through time at all. Like you didn't go back to like, OK, like we did it. Now what? Right. Like you were still just say, stuck in like, ooh. Um, I mean, the tower told you, you know, I mean, at this point you're there, you're their heroes. You are the heroes of Telduria again in this timeline. Um, and, uh, we're trying to figure out what was happening to the fish. Pregnant, I mean, kind of had an angle was like, Hey, I was going to order some locally sourced goldfish from the cafeteria. And what do you mean? See if kind any of, of them. That was a great angle. The fish. Um, but I don't, we knew I don't this appreciate no... your playing down of my ingenious okay. plan. <laughs> what I mean to say is that we all knew this was no ordinary goldfish that could just be procured by normal means. I don't. Um, well, maybe you knew that. We we didn't all. No, know you that. didn't. And I, I and I and I and I, just, I thought I, that I knew that. You have to understand. If there was just a thorough search for locally sourced goldfish afoot, that by you know law of statistics or what have you that goldfish might be served up to me i mean and listen i I understand the train of thought there but again we know this was no ordinary goldfish and also i just wanted to be able to have my fun with you a little bit more just a little longer of just like a little more time of fucking with you before i get to work with you alongside of you once again and you know, we all knew that the fish was the fish was uh, just another fish, and it's 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 back in the future. Um, Doctor Hines regurgitated the fish he had swallowed to send you all back, and um, you know, Felix sort of remarked that some, something definitely changed. Um, they collected themselves and Hoblet, who's still with there uh, with him, uh, with them, and uh, ran towards the room with the time portals. Uh, fled the scene that was, you know, looking that was that was grim the whole time. Uh, and Dr. Hines struck the anvil. The colors of the portals changed. And Felix said he had a plan and jumped through the portal to the ideal past. Where does that leave us now? Well, we're going to open up in the tower. Um, we're going to... Sometime we'll say has advanced just a little bit, not too much, but like you know, the, like reconstruction is beginning in the city of Ul. Um, people have sort of taken stock of what was destroyed, what was lost, what they could begin to rebuild. Um, there, you know, are people investigating, you know, where the ley line used to be, and you know, trying to understand why it's now a ring around, or like you know, just like a, an arc in the sky, essentially, um, and it has not dissipated over the course of maybe I say a couple of days at this point. 
Um, all of you have been, you know, like probably either some, either assisting in various efforts or like, you know, looking to figure out what happened to this goldfish. Pregnart's probably eaten several more, just trying to get to the bottom of where is this special Heinz goldfish. Oh, um, Boris had a makeover montage where she took Filbert to get his hair cut and bought him new clothes. Of course. Um, and yeah, Filbert is very much now like the cool kid. Like he was one of the saviors of Ool. Like no one's ever going to forget the impact he had. He, where everyone else was, was, you know, hiding in the tower, hoping to be saved. Like he was out there with you fighting alongside Ebenezer and the, the now heroes of Telduria once more. Uh, and has sort of built up now uh, a different reputation for himself with your assistance. Um, and he's just, he, Every time you come over, he just, he always like, oh, and he, you know, I couldn't have done it without my friend Boris here. Boris, I mean, you know, thank you so much. Like, you're just, I, 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 I you, you, you just, you just helped me so much. You're a great friend, he says to you. To um, Philbert, I'm glad you didn't end up evil and a crazy demon. Yeah, me too. Um, Jarrell has spent the last few days also pleading at literally everyone he could in the tower to open up all of the <laughs> uh, magical artifacts in Dr. Heinz's office, but not a single person even wants to step foot in Heinz's office, let alone break into his shit. However, Jarrell, while you're hanging out in Dr. Heinz's office, uh, you... You feel some sort of like you feel something off in the air, like something's changing in the room on, on this particular day of you trying to figure out how to crack this particular these particular magical locks. Um, and suddenly, like out front, like out from like a like a wardrobe, like hanging in like a, uh, hanging out inside the room, like fall, Doctor Heinz, Felix. And Hoblet. Hoblet is unconscious. Oh, it's you, Felix. Uh, Oh, Jarrell! Oh, oh, you have no idea how glad I am to see you. Did you, did you do it? Did you Um, defeat Vecna? We did something. Uh, No, we did not defeat Vecna. We defeated, uh, you remember Ebenezer? Well, apparently he was Filbert, uh, his son. It's a long story. Filbert? Um, What kind of name is Filbert? I, I wouldn't bring that up to the boy when you meet him. <laughs> I mean, it's okay. You know, I, I don't really judge. I'm just, you know, I'm just commenting because it's funny. I was wondering when you were going to show up. Uh, Dr. Heinz's fish just completely disappeared, so it seemed like we might be, even be stuck here. Uh, oh, that's good to know. That we, No, uh, hold on. We could just go right back to, and like Felix tries to step through the closet to go back to maybe the like the portal room and he just runs into a wooden wall. Oh. If it means anything, the fish was metaphorical. Yeah. Well, it's good to know. Um, so there was a lot of stuff I, that, uh, you know, Dr. Hydes and I have been discussing, uh, you know, while we were holding off the hordes of uh, Vecna's uh, uh, servants from destroying heaven and, you know, just getting rid of our last bastion. And we were really down to, like, the wire there, friends. Uh, you had to reset a few times, it seemed like, and it was, uh, it was a whole thing. Don't ask me how any of that works. Like, Dr. Hines is really just giving a lot of the instructions. Um, but, whoa. Uh, you do not want to go back there. Uh, so maybe it's kind of best that we're here for a second. We have a moment to rest. But unfortunately, uh, Jarrell, Vecna, uh, Valen wasn't looking so good last time we saw her. So uh, I'm sorry. Can you still cast magic? I do still be. I seem to have my powers. Uh, I haven't been able to hear anything through the helmet, though us being in the past, I mean... Valen was still a human at this time. She might not even be alive right now. But in what... I'm still trying to process where we are exactly anyway. It seems like we're in a completely different timeline than the one you were in moments ago. Yeah, so when it comes to timelines and how they all 
diverge and connect. Uh, that's not my area of expertise. Uh, and then, you know, Felix looks over at Dr. Hines. Um, but, you know, uh, what I can say is that uh, whatever you guys did here changed something significantly. And I think that that's a good thing. <laughs> but, uh, well, I mean, we're safe for now. Vecna didn't just come in here and destroy this place. It looks like right where are we in that? We're in the tower right now. Are we at Ul? Uh, yeah, this yes. is Ul. Yes, this is Ul. Um, a, a couple other things happened while you were gone. Um, Zero became uh, the alpha of all the Modron, so that was fun. Um, <laughs> and uh, yes, like like I mentioned earlier, we we completely defeated. Uh, what seemed to be Ebenezer, though I don't know if he exists in other timelines, of course. So wait, hold on. There's Modron involved. We're going to have to, te you're definitely going to have to catch me up on this. And uh, Dr. Hines, uh, where are we right now exactly? Well, we are in your office. You're on the 24.26185-ish floor. It's... Listen, I built it, and then some other things were built around me. It's very out of order. I don't really want to get into it. But anyway, this is sort of where my office more or less is most of the time, except for between 3 and 5 p.m. on Tuesdays. Those are my consultation hours. Then I'm on the third floor. Interesting. Okay, All so... Office. I can't explain it either. Okay, so listen. Um... Fekna is still a problem, but whatever you did, definitely, like, he reacted to something. Like, he was gone for a, for, for a brief moment there. We were, we were just fighting his legions, which, but it was still not great, but, like, so, something distracted him. It's the thing with being Vecna is it's really busy. I don't yeah. mean, like, Oh, he's got like a lot of things on his schedule. You know, you can't, you know, book him until like two weeks from next Tuesday or something like that. Like. Every time anybody ever encounters Vecna in any place or time is all equally valid. He's in a lot of different places doing a lot of different things. He only really has to succeed at like, you know, like one or two of them. Uh, He's got a lot going on. Right. So um, because of that, uh, you know, we need to uh, find a way to stop him. And, well, I was thinking, since we have uh, the benefit of a timeline where Vecna didn't destroy everything. Yeah. Um, we could try to train or something. Uh, oh, that reminds me. Uh, Dr. Hines, can I have this? <laughs> Jarrell points at the grail. <laughs> <laughs> I told you he was going to ask about it. I mean, I guess you should probably wash it first, though. <laughs> Sorry, I needed to crack my back really bad. That's okay. Uh, oh, is Jarrell able to open the, the, with uh, Heinz's help the grail? He's going to just hand him the holy grail. Yeah. Heinz grabs the case. And instead of like doing anything with the locks, twists the box 45 degrees and lifts it straight up off the top of the uh, <laughs> of the grail. Here, I, you know, it's a grail shaped grail. I don't think I've washed it since the last time I've used it, so you might want to really get, you know, really in the nooks and crannies there. Can we call this item the grail-shaped grail and just make up something that's not even, like, a regular grail? Like, Heinz yeah. might not even know what it does. No, he has no <laughs> idea what it does. Yeah, I think that would be fun, that we don't, we have no clue what this thing is. It's not even I'm, necessarily I'm... the holy grail, it's just a grail-shaped grail. Okay. Jarrell. Uh, please add to your inventory a grail-shaped grail. And I'll, I'll try to attune to it. <laughs> we'll figure out later what it is. 
if it's anything at all, besides just a <laughs> consecrated grail shaped grail. Um, great. Uh, Felix is like, okay, cool. Uh, if we're done grabbing stuff, um, we need to find a way to Legradex. Uh, has anyone seen Quinn? Uh, I saw him a, a, a while ago. There's a good chance he's just wandering around invisible. Who knows? Of course. Of course. Uh, he has the flask, right? Yeah, he does. Great. Wait, um, did you say Legradex? Yes. Um, You've so been to Legradex. I you have. met us. Well, no, you didn't, I guess. We have been to Legradex. Yeah, if you could get to Legradex, that would put you outside of time entirely. Right. And from what we've talked about, Dr. Hines, uh, or from and something that I kind of should have mentioned to you, uh, one of our one of our companions who is currently absent uh, possesses a flask of magical water from Caesar Southwind's uh, realm that was used to actually transport us to him. And he sent us to Legradex. And I'm wondering if in this non-fucked timeline, or at least presumably non-fucked, I don't really know. In this one that we seem to have gone back to that the ideal past has now become. Uh, I think we might be able to base ourselves there, come up with a plan, get strong, and kill a god. We have to. Like it. One second. Dr. Hines licks his finger, sticks it up in the air, and cocks his head to the side, does a little bit of listening. We did go through the ideal timeline, the ideal past portal, right, Felix? We definitely did. Okay. Mm, not very ideal. It's more like a used ideal. Slightly grimy at the edges of... You know, you know, right, right where reality and unreality come together, that fiction line, things, things are just a little fuzzy there. I don't, I guess it's stable enough. We'll be able to portal out of here. We just need to find a way to get to Legradex. You said you've got access to water. Well, we did. Uh, if we could find Quinn. It's always the guy um, who doesn't show up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't worry, Quinn, I have a plan for you. Uh, well, I think we should probably find him. Uh, is there anything else we need to know uh, that's like pressing or like anything else that changed besides you defeating, I guess, future? You said his name is Filbert, oh, right? Filbert? Oh, yes. Um, the ley line was going up and down and then uh -huh. it went sideways and now oh. it's circling the planet. The what? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wait a sec, and then uh, Felix just look, uh, and, and Jarrell will look. look there's out a window. The window, right? Yeah, yeah. there's a window in uh, Heinz's office, and he like looks out and he goes. So that's new, right? Like that wasn't doing that before, right? Like no, we watched it that... do that. It was very impressive. Um. Hmm. Hold on a second, and Felix tries to cast press a digitation, right? Just to, like make like a little series of sparks, and that still works. He's like, okay. Yeah, I mean, magic still exists. I felt weird. Ebenezer it, did say something about um, uh, him, us not being able to complete the task of defeating Vecna without him, or he was the key, or something along those lines. Uh, and wait, then Ebenezer, that wait, 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 wait. Ebenezer, like, like, like the evil one, right? Yes, yes, the evil one. It, it did get confusing for a little bit. Okay, yeah, it probably did. Um, I bet you the DM messed up a couple times, too, and switched up the names without even thinking about it. <laughs> um, but anyways, uh, okay, so that means present-day Ebenezer's still here, right? He's like, so he's chill? He's and a Silver's friend of ours chill? now, it seems. They're all okay? Everyone's like, they're they're fine? Yes. Okay, that's good. That's cool. It's good to see uh, Hobbit was with you. Uh, we had no idea, but we he, we lost him in a pie shop. 
Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Something happened when I broke one of the clocks and he just popped back over to us. Uh, I thought something went wrong, but uh, we kind of needed his help, so that worked out. Um, probably the only reason y'all had enough time to get this, to get to, to do what you had to do. Uh, things are weird. I, 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 fucking with time is really messing with my head. Um, okay, well, we need to find Quinn, and we need... Well, we need a wizard. We need a very powerful wizard to help us figure this out. Uh, well, Ebenezer would probably be a person for that. Yeah, well, I, I mean, sure, but uh, well, this, I'm not even know. I'm not even sure if he thinks Legodex is a real place. I don't know. I mean, uh, uh, Doctor Heights. After uh, what we what, just showed him. What do your colleagues know about uh, the plane of Legodex? That's a good question. You need to go to a library for that. I never really messed with Legrodex myself. I'm a time wizard. Legrodex is outside of time. It's actually the one thing I don't deal with. I'll be right back. Uh, Can you guys go look for Quinn? Great, thanks. Bye. And then Felix scurries off. And leaves you with Dr. Hines and an unconscious hoplet. Um... (laughs) Charel will put Hoblet in a chair, so he's not just laying unconscious on the ground. Nice. <laughs> um, and then, uh, Dr. Hines, would you like to come with me, I suppose? Yes, sir. Where are we going? Uh, Darrell will start walking down the stairs, kind of admiring his new grail-shaped grail. Um, just walking with him? Just just Very parading shiny. Dr. Hines? We're just having a little walk-in talk. Well, so after everybody kept telling me they wouldn't help me get it. We're going to, you know, discuss some, you know, plans or something. You're going to fucking parade around this place with like the thing that. Oh, my God. Well, a- now I have Heinz and the I'm not, I'm not even considering the fact that like I'm parading it around. I'm trying to like attune to it or whatever. But no, it's like, but, like, but you're saying it in such a way. Where it's like in your face. I got what I wanted. Oh, yeah, for sure. You're such a child. <laughs> yeah, 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 um, <laughs> subconsciously. <laughs> Dr. Hines, you'll notice that like as you're walking through or like as, as Dr. I'm sorry, you guys are going to notice as Dr. Hines is like walking through the halls, no one seems to be asking him where the hell he's been or anything like that. In fact, a lot of people tend to like almost turn their heads away when he's walking or pretend like he's not even there. Um, is uh, Ebenezer in his office? Uh, you go to check and he is not. Okay. Um, there is a note on the door that says that he is spending some time at home um, recuperating. Um, and, you know, in fact, Philbert doesn't even have to be here today. He's just here because now he's one of the popular kids and he wanted to kind of like come right. and try to help. Still but playing games in the cafeteria. Ebenezer is currently resting at home. Oh, no, Filbert's not in the cafeteria. Filbert and Boris have started a band um, and they're (laughs) (laughs) they're jamming somewhere in the school. Pregnant still in the cafeteria. Yeah, you probably have never left. You've just been hanging out there. Yeah, I've got a big belly full of fish. All those fish, they all had names. You could have been friends. Jarrell's going to walk over to Pregnart and say, uh, Pregnart. Oh, yes. and there's just like a whole bunch yeah. of fish like in a row and empty fish bowls on the other side. That's <laughs> what I picture. Full, like I'm it's just full, like I'm conveyor belt. <laughs> I'm picturing like a stack of empty solo cups like it's a college I'm, party. I'm, I'm trying to find the, the right fish to have the peanut butter cup. Uh, Pregnant, oh. you look sick. How many fish have you eaten? Uh, you don't have to eat them anymore. Dr. Hines is here. Oh, where? He's <laughs> right here. He's, he's standing right there as a human. Hello. Oh, hi, Dr. Hines. <laughs> so, was the fish any good? Yes, every single one of them was delicious. <laughs> well, then it wasn't all for naught. I'm so full. Anyways, so, uh, <laughs> so Preg- Pregnard's sitting here full, right? Like, uh, you know, Boris is somewhere around here as well. Um, you guys are, you know, is, Felix asked you to try to find Quinn. Right. Um, 
where was the where is the first place you would look if you were trying to find Quint? And it's our been old hotel room. A couple <laughs> days. The, the bathtub, bathtub, of course. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I okay. suppose the nearest bathtub and then progressively out until we get back towards the hotel where he might have gone back to. Yeah, so does this, APB for a bathtub sweep. Does the school it, have an area where they do like massages and shit? Um, <laughs> <laughs> not right now. If there was a place, such a place, it's probably being repurposed to just like, you know, house people. Um, because many homes were destroyed during the Modron invasion. Um, also, people are probably a little bit more tense right now and in need of massages. I mean, also true. You could look for a, a massage parlor that is well within your rights as players to do so. Um, like my former home is now a current shamble. I, I'm a little tense. Yeah. <laughs> I I will say that if you as soon as you ask somebody where the nearest bathtub is, they're just like, well, there's the splash pad. And I mean, there are many like wash washing facilities here at the tower. Uh, you're going like, to you can find them literally anywhere. Um, but as far as a private bath, well, that's going to have to be for your residences. And now Quinn was given a room. Um, but when you go to check that, which I'm assuming is probably the first place you'd look, he is not there. But And the bathtub has been recently drained. Hmm. What does it mean? <laughs> that he had just taken a bath and is now done taking a bath, maybe? You know, he's all raisiny somewhere with little wrinkly fingertips. Drove will say, uh, Quinn, are you here? No answer in the room. Uh, Ebenezer, you don't have a way to dispel... Who? Uh, not Ebenezer, um, Dr. Hines. You don't have a method of dispelling uh, invisibility, do you? <laughs> well, I mean, it's kind of a short-term spell. Usually my time magic would just be to wait it out. So we sit patiently in the hotel room for a minute. How long does it? Uh, whoa, 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 You're talking about. I'm, I'm talking about very good room. at standing around awkwardly. Thank you very much. Okay. You haven't gone to the hotel yet. You've only gone oh, okay. to his the room that he was given at the tower. Oh sure. Um, you could try to venture out into town and see what you see. Now zero has you know is prob is is like, the Modron. I'm assuming like, I, I, I have been tasked or they they asked you to help with like some of the reconstruction efforts. Um. As, so, like, you know, as you, as you guys walk outside, you can see that Zero is actually already, like, you know, being, like, you know, asked by many people. Um, hey, you know, I like, you know, people are look, asking for, like, lost things or to help look for, um, you know, like, pets and, and things like that. Or, hey, could you, you know, help us rebuild this thing? Like, you know, Zero is being flooded with requests from the common people and some of the, you know, like mages and other denizens of, of this, you know, of Ool to like help him because he has like a small army at his disposal. And Zero's looking a little overwhelmed. Handling like a boss, but there's only so much that 160 Modrons can do at any given time. Mm -hmm. So like Zero's, you can see Zero's just trying to kind of keep people like calm, like, you know, like, I guess like, how, how, however, do you mean your best like Zero trying to be assuring or Zero slash Moradin slash, you know, whatever you are? So Zero has erected a comically large whiteboard in sort of a bombed out, you know, public square kind of area. So there's like a semicircle of rubble and in the middle of it is a oversized whiteboard on one of those, you know, kind of like how you'd wheel a blackboard out. You could like flip it over on the hinges on either side kind of thing. Yeah. It's pretty large. It is a good 14 to that 15 feet wide, taking up almost the whole semicircle and, you know, seven, eight feet tall. Zero is having to use sort of a, like a stick with a little grabber on the end of it to use the uh, primitive dry erase markers that he's cobbled together to do this. Because you know, obviously a whiteboard isn't really, you know, pre-industrial age kind of thing, but we're making do here. And he's, you know, doing about three or four different colors and just. All over the place, 
okay, sir, I've got uh, two families. I'm uh, blah, 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 you know, over in uh, sector 16 over here. Thank you very much. Uh, your number uh, 34525 in line. We'll be back with you in about 13 days next uh, along the way. Okay, sir, I really, uh, yes, yes, yes. Okay, uh, yeah, uh, right, yes. Um, unfortunately, we have to triage a cat just a little <laughs> bit further back than somebody's. Yes, I understand that that is your fur baby. <laughs> but, but listen, we're doing what we can here. I've got you on our green list, okay? We're going to put you on the green list. Head right over here. Um, we're just going to put you in this holding area over here. Uh, did I say holding area? I mean waiting area. Wait, waiting. <laughs> waiting area right over to this direction. Thank you very much. Next. Okay, we've got a collapsing building. All right. Uh, red list, red list. Okay, so you're going to be number 16 in line. We've got uh, about 15 Modrons there en route to you right now. We're going to try to keep that retaining wall up. Very good. And he's just going on like this, trying to prioritize yeah. infrastructure, you know, finding people afterwards because either the people are going to be found or not at this point. I just don't want walls falling on people. <laughs> right. Um, what I will say is that, you know, the the general the general sort of vibe that many of you have gotten um, through the, like, the last couple of days of just like, you know, kind of seeing the things changing and like people taking stock of the aftermath. Many, many homes were destroyed. Many districts were um, ruined. But like, you know, Ul can be rebuilt. It's not like the entire city was leveled, but there was definitely um, a fair bit of damage, especially, you know, with the ley line splitting the city in half um, and like creating a gigantic sort of like, like not a chasm, but like a, you know, big, just a big hole in the ground ditch. that just goes all big the way ditch. out, right? Um, huge ditch. Uh, that's splitting the city in half. Um, you can try to go to, you'd have to find a way to, you know, you'd, you'd be able to, I mean, at this point, yada, yada, you figure out how to traverse like this gap. Like you've come up with so many clever methods, like take it as red, like y'all can get across it. But um, you can try to go to like your old, like, you know, if you had, if you were still trying to go to the old like hotel, the, what is it, the Garden Inn to see if that's still standing, if like Quinn had snuck off that way or, you know, you could try to do some of that other stuff. It's, it's up to you, really, like where you where, where you want to start your search. But you can see that like, Zero is preoccupied. You can try to like maybe pull him away. You can see that maybe you can try to pull him away from that crowd or go searching yourselves. Um, uh, we have Dr. Hines, you know, with you as currently as well. But I mean, I'm sure he might be. I don't know. He's he's a, he's got stuff he wants to do. I'm sure. Like Jarrell just said, follow me while he paraded around the Grail, but didn't necessarily tell him exactly what he needed him for. Um, so I guess like, what's the, what's, what's our approach? Like, where's the next place you'd want to look if we were looking for Quinn? Um, <laughs> I don't know if we'd be more likely to be at the brothel or the hotel. <laughs> I'm not sure. Or the bar really telling everybody how he just did all that. <laughs> um, thinking that she's going to ask Filbert to, uh, do some some magic seeking of Quinn. Trying on him. That's the one. Okay, Boris. Uh, you ask Filbert. Hey. Hey. What do you ask him? You find you find Jamming. Filbert. With like a bunch of like screaming girls in front of him from the school. <laughs> on his guitar, like a rock star. Um. He. He. Sure. Yeah. Whatever. Like he's all that type thing we want to do here, right? But yeah, he's just he's surrounded by um, his adoring peers playing D and D in the corner of the cafeteria. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I'm yeah, playing offices. Play. Uh, shout out to what is it? The um, what's that podcast? Uh, Hello from the Magic Tavern. They did the offices oh, yeah. and bosses. Is the game <laughs> that they played? I like that. Yeah. Um, Wonderful. So they're playing a game of offices Perfect. and bosses. Hey, Philbert, yeah. uh, we can't find Quinn. Is there any chance that you would be able to take a quick peek at what he might be doing right now and be careful when you look? It might not be PG. <laughs> oh, uh, anything for you, Boris. Uh, one sec. Um, hold on, guys. Can we just put a pause in the action here? i got to step up. Oh, come on, but I was about to get a promotion. I, I know, I know. I'll be right back. I'll be right back, he says. Um, all right, so... 
uh, Philbert, you know, begins trying to cast. Okay, so I'm still getting used to this wand you gave me, but it's kind of cool. Uh, I really appreciate it. Um, hold on a sec. And he starts scrying, and he's like, oh, um, it looks like he's on the third floor giving some kind of speech to a whole bunch of people. Yeah, what does he say? He didn't do that. <laughs> he didn't do that either. Yeah, that yeah, sounds like our Quinn. Oh. Yeah, that's where you're going to find him. Uh, can I get back to this game now? It's, it's actually really fun. Yeah, it's and like, just in case, because really we have Dr. Hines back now, um, maybe bye? I'm not sure what's going to happen. <laughs> Wait, you're leaving? I have no idea. Not on purpose right now, but I have Dr. Um, Hines is back. <laughs> I'm going to come with you. Uh, guy, let's let's just let's let's take let's take 20. I'm sorry. And they're like, ah, oh, OK, sure. Yeah, we'll 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 we'll, we'll wait for you, Philbert. All right. All right. All right. All right, all right. Yeah, I'm, I'm coming with you. I want to say bye to everybody. If you guys if you guys have to go so soon. Yeah. OK, cool. Let's go grab everybody and go get Quinn. All right. Silver comes with you. Um, you tell everybody else what you saw. Uh, Zero, do you join them? Uh, of course he uh, he does. Um, he um, just kind of uh, excuses himself behind the um, large whiteboard. There's the sound of sawing, hammering, you know, <laughs> you know, the, the comic sounds. And he walks out with what appears to be three Modrons stacked up on top of each other in a trench coat. And he plunks that in front of the whiteboard and uh, walks off. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, okay. Uh, you guys get to the third floor. You hear, you know, you see Quinn. He's telling a story. He's like really getting into it, telling about, you know, just really uh, embellishing some of the details of the fight that just happened. Now, are we like in an auditorium? We're like, <laughs> no, you're at the splash pad. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Where people are trying to, floor. people are just trying to find some modicum of happiness in, um, you know, during this, you know, reconstruction. Period. Is the water still running? It is. And it's like, you know, still relatively Fine. tropical in here. Magic, baby. Yeah. Um, the tower in the inside the tower itself remains unmoved. Um, it's really the city outside that has suffered um, any sort of damage. Um, but you can see that as Quinn is like giving this speech, he's like, you see him like almost like stumble over his words a little bit. And he just like, oh, you know, excuse me, I have something in my throat. Oh, you know. Um, and then suddenly uh, uh, he like his body just like wrenches back. And water just begins spewing <laughs> from his mouth, like a like a like a fucking geyser, right. similar to almost like when like when Boris drank the the Caesar water, mm -hmm. um, and it just kind of like rains down all over like everybody. Gross. Um, and people are just like, "Wait, is this part of the show?" <laughs> or like <laughs> <laughs> extra for that? Is this, is this Whatever, you know, and Quinn just goes, I don't know where that came from. Uh, and then all of a sudden, like his eyes just like, oh, like glow white and his mouth opens up. And uh, you hear the voice of a familiar voice start speaking through his mouth. Oh, Quinn, my son. It is I, Caesar Southwind. Demigod of the air in this. How oh, does it matter now? I, I found you, but you're not. You're different, but you possess my spark. You possess something. I was that uh, of 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 me, and I must, I must see you at once. I must see you at once. Come, come, find me, my child. Bring your friends. Okay, bye bye now. And then he just like, <laughs> and then just quit, quit, quit goes back to like normal. And he's just ah. And people like are like are like start screaming like, oh no, it's another attack. The gods are coming for us all. Oh, the south winds, the south winds are coming. Um, right, because they're evil in this timeline. <laughs> uh, 
Jarrell. Um, people are panicking. Yeah. Pregnart and well, actually everybody. People are panicking now. Uh. And Quinn is trying to calm them down with absolutely no success because they've just seen the South Wind, apparently a South Wind god, speak through his mouth. Right. Um. Jarrell will try to walk towards where Quinn is, raising his hands and saying, uh, no need to worry. Uh, there'll be no more fighting. Uh, we just need to be on our way here soon. Um, and just kind of like trying to continue to repeat that throughout the crowd. And I guess I'll try to roll a persuasion. Yes, please. Oh, not bad. Um... We had to have at least one die roll in this episode. Right. That's a 27. A 27. Okay, everyone kind of calms down. And they're like, but wait, I thought the South Winds were evil. Yeah, I thought the South Winds were evil. Because that, that guy just said it. Uh, Quinn's not necessarily evil. More of a <laughs> reprobate, if anything. Right. Morally bankrupt, maybe. <laughs> but you mean to tell me that there's a god? That there's a South Wind god? What is... Oh... Yes, even Is loose it? morals have to have a patron. Oh, and he and and we're and we're cool. Like we're cool with this god. The like someone like this this random person from the crowd who's conversing with you is saying. For the most part, yes. Uh, you won't be at any more further risk. If you are, we will return. Don't worry. Wait, you're leaving? Wait, the heroes are leaving? We do have to go defeat Vecna. They probably didn't I, know that. They all just went like, wait. Like, the crowd just kind of goes silent after, as soon as you say, we are going to go defeat Vecna. And someone's like, that's a suicide mission. Not for me. Jarrell shoots his sword straight up and the power <laughs> and the light radiates <laughs> through the whole building. As you do that, a bright light shines down upon you, Jarrell. Bright light? Um <laughs> <laughs> Almost as like it's like as if like the skies have opened up even though you're indoors. Um, you just look brilliant and radiant and glorious, and now all eyes are on you. And you feel something inside of you, Jarrell. Like almost as like not just through the sword, like or th through your action of doing that, but like your whole body begins to like feel this sort of this surge of like divine energy. You almost feel as though like you 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 are like you've you you've 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 taken something on. Something something's happened. Like you've been blessed by something. Right. Presumably uh, Valen in the future, but I don't know what happened to her now. Are you wearing your helmet right now? Yep, always. In your ears, you say. Or in your ears, then, or in your mind, you hear, like through, like almost like, like it's like it's like again, it's staticky, it's broken up, it's 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 very hard to hear, but you just you you hear the voice of Valen echo in your mind. Go forth, my champion. You are my chosen. You are the light that stands against darkness. I have nothing more to offer you. Your path to divinity is laid out before you. Your ascension has been completed. Go forth, Jarrell, and serve the light. We may never see each other again. And then her voice fades away. You can hear you. You. you she, she sounded faint. She sounded wounded. She sounded weak. But maybe you can change that with what you do next. Um. Something else that happens is that uh, the water that was then you know like now like that was you know spewing forth from Quinn has like settled, but now like the waters of the splash pad begin to like swirl. Oh and god, she's not going to be here specifically. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> or it's the splash pad, it's us. Well, and our and our like it's so it's, it's almost forming like a, like people are like now trying to get out. whoever was right. swimming is now out of, out of the water. 
Um, and like a whirlpool is now beginning to form and it's swirling with all of these colors and like magical light. Uh, and Felix, you know, rushes, you know, it ends up down here at some point and he like rushes in to see this happen. He's like, oh, no. Uh, hey, uh, what happened? Why is the splash pad swirling? Pregnard, are you doing this? I was going to ask, does anybody want to know what Pregnard's actually been doing during this time? I would like to know, yes. He, he's, now especially. He's just been like in a corner entertaining a handful of people because he just uh, stepped over there at some point and he was like, I am very full. And then he um, has been slapping his distended belly and uh, halfway shifting into water form. Uh, and it has been like really uh, just shaking his distended belly around and making it swirl in a very hypnotic way. Like a Magogol truffle shuffle? Mm, no, I don't really I don't really like the movie The Goonies, so I'm going to say no. <laughs> Fair enough. He That's just says, take. I am very full. I am very full. And, uh, okay, Pragnar definitely didn't do this then. <laughs> <laughs> he's student. He's still over there. Uh, he's got some really hardcore fans of this act, though. Quinn is like you can see. Quinn is like just pretending like this is all super normal and that like this is definitely exactly what he meant to do. Uh, uh, but he's like you know like not looking at you guys. Um, and. We're going to say, you know, Dr. Hines bursts onto the scene as well and sees this. Um, and now a bunch of the mages are also coming down to see, like, what's going on, because there's 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 been a disturbance, a magical disturbance at the splash pad. Um, and uh, Ebenezer even shows up. You can see he's in more like you can see he's like he's he's, he's actually walking into the tower now, like, like you know, or. or uh, like changing into his like more wizardly robes. He's like covering up some very, you know, like just typical common wear actually underneath them and then puts those on. And he says, now, what is the meaning of this? Uh, my friends, my the, our, our heroes, uh, why are you disturbing the splash pad? I'm not disturbing anyone. These people love this. They love me. Wait a second. And, uh, <laughs> Ebenezer walks over to the pool. He says, this is, this is quite curious indeed. Let me just, and he like um, swirls his wand around into the water and he kind of like, you know, waves it around a little bit. He says, this appears to be, how have you managed to open a portal to a different dimension in the splash pad? This is incredibly powerful magic. This is, I, I don't even know. I can't. I, I can't even tell where this goes. Darrell is dragging uh, Quinn with him back towards uh, Felix and Pregnart. Uh, that was not a Pregnart. I think that was for us. Um, we probably should be going now. Yeah, I probably helped. I'm a very magical guy. Um, is there any? Is there anything else I could? We could. We could provide for you before you. Before you just leave, I, I feel like we've it, our work has only just begun. You can't <sighs> continue to do good, and um, I guess if you are ever really worried, think of me and say, uh, "Jarrell, help us." <laughs> Jarrell has no idea how to be a god, and he's just hoping <laughs> that that's how it works. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Did you just ask me to pray to you? Uh, I want to see if it works halfway, and also if it does, I'll come help. I promise. Um, the, the the people who are standing in your immediate vicinity because of your aura and stuff like that say, "All praise Jarrell, our our savior." Yes, Jarrell, Jarrell has ascended. Jarrell is 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 going to is going to save us all. Uh, Jarrell is so proud of himself. He has a, he has, again. He has a sword out. He just waves, and 
uh, half dragging Quinn. Quinn is looking at you very angrily. Yeah, just backs uh, up into the, uh, what effectively is like a boom tube. Whirlpool? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, if you're going to, you, you need nothing else. You're just like, okay, fuck this. I'm good. I got all I got. I got all I need. We're just jumping in. Well, uh, I, I, Jarrell understands what happened here. Um, ah. and knows where that we're supposed to be going. And this might be your way there. Yeah. Boris is going to turn to Filbert, who I guess is on the back of Hector with her. I don't know. That seems like how they would have written down together. Um, sure. If you offered him a ride, he would have yeah, taken it. Yeah. Probably. So we rode down to the crowd together. So she turns to Filbert and is like, well, I guess I, I mean, you want to come travel through time? Or are you going to stay here? No, I think I like where I'm at right now. And I'm count. We are all counting on you to save us all. From Vecna, I guess. Uh, I just, I can't tell you how much I appreciate all of you. Um, this has been one of the craziest times of my life. I was just a, I was lost before I met you. And then, you know, I just, I don't know, you saved my life, all of you. And I just, uh, he runs over and just gives you all a big hug. People start clapping. Uh, yes, let's hear it. Yeah, heroes of Telduria, go save us all. Yeah. Uh, and then, like you know, Doctor Hines just kind of like walk, like you know, he's like like creep creeping over to where this portal is. <laughs> uh, and you can see him like you know dip his finger into like the water and taste it, and he just goes, "Ooh, oh, <laughs> so delicious." <laughs> Uh, and he just jumps straight in. We're not getting any. <laughs> I hope the kids can hear me. That would be embarrassing. <laughs> um, someone collects the. Uh, unconscious sleeping body of Hoblet brings it with you. Um, Hedrick bids you a final farewell as well. Says, you know, he's going to stick back here and help the people, but he'll, you know, he'll just call on Jarrell if, uh, and and, then Jarrell can call on him if, you know, there's ever a time. Just never forget the, never forget his smooth, sultry words and his (laughs) undeniable charisma. Um, there's sort of this, you know, like sort of moment of where everyone's sort of like, this is it. Is this. God, they just they just came and they went like we barely even got to know them and they're just about to go save us all again. They truly are the heroes of Telduria. <laughs> and it's sort of a freeze frame as everyone just kind of like looks at each other. We all like lock hands and we like about to like, you know, like we all like freeze frame in the air, like trying to jump into the whirlpool together. And Pregnant has a distended belly from how full he is. Let me and Boris is still riding a crab. Mm-hmm. The crab is like jumped in the air. Or airborne. Right. Yeah. Just freeze frame on that. Even though it's freeze framed, um, uh, Pregnard's misto- mi- uh, hypnotically distended belly just seems to be moving, even though it it is still still freeze framed. Oh, my God. It's wild. It's wild. Indeed. Truly majestic. Truly magical. But at this leg of our adventure, as we look forward onto training ourselves and getting ready to face Vecna, um, I want to say that this is the end of my Finn in time. Um, this was this this was it. Like you know, this is something that this whole Filbert Ebenezer thing is something that I, you know, told Dave about many, many, many years ago when we decided to start this podcast and, you know, that there was going to be this whole, like, dichotomy with, like, the future Filbert and, uh, you know, Vecna and this, like, just sort of created this, like, triangle of, like, evil or, like, you know, a triangle of of, conflict that I just really, really loved. And um, I'm just so glad that we were able to finally see it out. So I just want to say for the, the last time for this season... And for this campaign, 
Um, thank you. Thank you to my friends here in my company who have been sharing this with me and who've made it both uh, a joy and sometimes an absolute uh, horror to DM for you. <laughs> I'm sure we played this um, out exactly as you pictured it years ago. Yep. It doesn't matter how you played it. Uh, what matters is that we got here. We did it together. We did it in, in a hopefully entertaining way. Um, you know, it never ever goes perfectly or exactly how you envision it because sometimes you just, you, we, we make we make adjustments all the time. We, we just, we, we try to just kind of connect the dots wherever we can. We're not perfect. But I just, again, I want to say thank you, all of you. It's been a pleasure being your DM. I'm excited for one last time to step into the player's chair coming up um, as Dave helps guide us to the the end of, of this, this campaign. campaign. <laughs> of this campaign. Yeah. Don't worry, audience. It's not like we're not going to, we're just going to disappear into the ether and be gone forever. We are already planning a second campaign. We got um, more show but, coming for you. We got way more show coming, but like, you know, we are getting close to the end of this campaign. And I just, you know, I, it's, it's, it's significant for us because like we're also almost at 300 episodes. Um, not 300, like, you know, like that I've numbered, but like 300 released. And it's like, you know, also coming up on our, you know, our actual six year anniversary on October 3rd. Like, there's like a lot of big milestones coming up for us as we're entering into this very last story arc. And so I just like to you, our audience, like, thank you. And like, you know, we hope we hope you enjoy what's to come and we hope you, you know, you've, you've enjoyed yourself so far. Um, it's just, it's, uh, it's been, it's been great. So uh, with that, with that said, if you like us, find us on the internet, like, come on, we're on social media, look on Twitter, look on Instagram, look on Facebook and Reddit, just search for the hapless heroes. Like we're, we're there. That's us. Um, but those places also have sticky posts that point you to really what we consider to be the absolute crown jewel of our internet presence. And that's our discord server. You can meet and interact with us. We can talk about the show there. We have like a spoiler tag, like where we enforce like spoiler tag in like our episode talk channel. So we can talk about what's going on in the show. If you're caught up or if you're not, I mean, it's fine. You know, if you can, you can join in there and it's, it's not, you, you know, worry necessarily about seeing a spoiler we also talk about uh, any other things you know D related food and you know travel i don't know whatever we just like, showing pictures of our you know wonderful pets at home like it's just all the different things that we got sharing on this server we got a wonderful group of of audience members who've kind of just you know conversations are popping off all the time in there it seems now um it's just it's 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 a wonderful thing to see we love this community and we hope to continue to grow it so we encourage you to join and become a part of it yourself um if you really, really, really like us, though, we'd love it if you left us a re- review, a five-star review on the podcast service of your choice. Helps us grow in the ranks. You've heard my you've heard my spiel over and over again. I mean, just, you know, it brings more people to us, and then we get to be in more of your homes, assaulting your airwaves, and that just, you know, brings a strange smile to my face knowing that. Um, and if you say some nice words to us, we'll say them right back to you on the air. You know, and we have a five-star channel on our Discord server in case your podcast service doesn't allow you to uh, leave reviews. We also have an email account, just hapless at gmail.com. Just shoot us a, drop us a line, say hello, and yeah, we'll give you a shout on the air and continue this whole wonderful reciprocal relationship we got going on. But if you really, 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 really like us, you could donate to our Patreon. Just Patreon. It's patreon.com slash heroes. Whole bunch of rewards on there, behind the scenes audio bloopers. We were talking about doing the one chip challenge, like we had mentioned before, you know, getting those ordered to us and setting up, you know, figuring out the, you know, the video editing and whatnot to get that uploaded to Patreon for you as well. Um, but, you know, there's a whole bunch of other stuff on there for you to peruse. You also get access to a special channel on our Discord server and a shiny role and all this stuff, you know. So, like, if it's if it's if you, feel, if you feel like we're worth your hard-earned dollars, we'd really appreciate it. It goes all right back into the show anyways. So you're just you're just helping us keep us running and getting us, you know, helping us maintain our equipment and pay our hosting costs, like all that good stuff. So um, we just we appreciate all of you who have been donating and uh, we hope to see more of you. And if you like us right now, you like us, Sally Field, and the whole deal. Get a barrel and fill it with pickles, already made, or just pickle the pickles in the barrel uh, from scratch, and uh, uh, dress yourself up as a as a haggard old person, and uh, post up with the barrel and uh, on a busy street corner, and one by one take a pickle out of the barrel just give it a big long sniff and stare directly into the eyes of the nearest passing person and tell them it smells like
Fabulous Heroes Podcast. Doable. Weird. Doable. Very weird, but cool. Great. Yeah, go do that. Um, otherwise, uh, the other, the only thing left for me to do one last time is to outro this wonderful, amazing, excellent cast of characters for you, starting on my virtual right, John playing Lord Jarrell the Light. Until next time. Zach as Pregnart. We going into another portal. Nicole as Boris the Butcher. I hope they like crabs wherever we're going. And Dave as Zero, or as Absolute Integer Zero slash Dr. Hine slash Future DM. The last time from this side of the screen. Thank you, everyone. Good night. I'm Francesco. I've been your host and DM. Tune in next week where things take a different turn. Mm -hmm. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.